Have you woken up with a bloody stranger next to you? Have you tried to pass off meth as Altoids? Does your mother start asking you if it would be a good idea if she can live with you? And it's All-Star Weekend for the basketball teams. All this and more on Mullen Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... got to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Episode 197 of Mullen Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. And Zane! I'm Zane. Hi. That's Mull. I am. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting it really random today, because uh, today we're starting to pick topics out of the hat of randomness. Uh, Zane, how do you feel about this? I don't know any of the topics. I Me was neither. Not, I was not included. I wasn't paying attention to them. I printed them out, cut them, and put them in the hat. Oh. So we're basically going into this both blind. And uh, it should be fun. Uh, <laughs> really? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how fun it was. I don't know if some of these topics maybe can go a full show. We'll figure it out. We'll have to pick multiples, maybe. Um, but we have the hat here, and it's full, um, and it's going to keep getting added, too. And uh, Zane, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. I had some Chinese food yesterday. The Great Wall mm. in Catskill is some of the finest Chinese food around. Okay. And uh, it, it must be known because if you go to that place like between like six and eight on a weekend right it is a lot longer than 10 minutes really yeah you can have a 45 to an hour wait oh shit yeah but it's very good like it's i it, though, right? yeah and the only reason i know about it is because the chinese food in the town i live in is closed on a sunday oh yeah yeah and so we decided to go to catskill and uh and then I started getting Chinese food from there. And problem was we got it early yesterday. We okay. had to go out and do some do some errands. And uh, so I ate at like 4.30. Gotcha. That ruined me. Oh, it man. ruined me. Um, I was asleep <laughs> at like 5.30. And then I like woke up at like 7. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. It's all that magic flavor. Now it's 7 o'clock on a Saturday. And I'm like... <laughs> yep. I don't think this is going to get much more exciting than this right now. No. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of the wonton soup? Not anymore. No? Nope. No, that's... I was. Yeah? Yes. I used to love it. I, I can eat it all the time. I used to anyway. I don't know. Depends on where you get it, though, really. The one in Cairo had some really good stuff for a while. Um, not sure how they are now, though. It's been a while since I got it from there. But uh, last time I got it when the old lady was there yelling at the people... Uh, she's probably still there. I think she owns that place. Um, but I haven't been to the one in Catskill yet at all. I should probably go. Um, price is okay. 
Like you said, yes. they're steep a little bit, but oh not, no, no, the prices are good. great. Bet you can, you can feed a family there compared to uh, going to McDonald's or or uh, or one of those places. Yeah, what value menu? They ain't got one anymore. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty good. How uh, much food you can get for your dollar? Gotcha. Well, that's good. Uh, there you go. Good plug for you. If you're ever in the Catskill, New York area, hit up. What was the exact name of it? Great Wall. Great Wall, as in the Great Wall of Chinese food. Uh, go there, hit it up. And uh, Zane, we're gonna be getting random today. I picked three random songs today. Uh, just literally random, right before the show. Um, we have the hat of randomness, Zane. I'm gonna give you the hat. You're gonna reach your hand in it. You are gonna pick out the, I guess, topic. And then uh, we're going to talk about it. And then at the end of the show, we will do the same thing. And that way we have time to uh, prepare for next week's show. Okay. <laughs> this one's kind of on the fly. The first one. Uh, so, Zane, excuse me while I whip this out. There you go. Dip your hand in there. You reach in. You pull out what the hell we're going to try to talk about today. Now, thank you, everybody, from uh, Twitter and the Facebooks. Uh, for asking, you know, putting these questions here. Oh, Jesus. What is that? Easter eggs in movies. Ah. Okay, that was from a Twitter guy. Um, he, more specific. Uh, I didn't want to write a fucking long-ass piece of paper for that. Well, we don't need to get more specific. Because exactly. Because that's... that's- too specific enough for me. Yeah, so it's it's uh, what he was How basically. About Peter Cottontail. Were the there ch- Easter eggs in that one? Not those kind of Easter eggs. Oh shit! Well, now I'm way off. <laughs> now you're way off. <laughs> I th- Easter eggs, as in the definition, um, hidden stuff like through other movies and stuff, like in the Marvel universe where uh, Thor's hammer showed up at the end in the post credits. That type of shit's technically an Easter egg. Um, like signs hidden in the back of uh, Back to the Future 2 in the window uh, in the the, the, uh, the store where he gets the guidebook for uh, the, the you know the sports almanac there there's uh, a button that he was wearing on the same jacket in the first movie it's an easter egg um, in the window it's it's that's basically what uh, the guy was talking about and he's like he basically said um, any movie in the past 20 years and I'm like that's really uh, uh, expansive uh, that could be anything um, if is there I'm gonna take it in give it to you as have is there any movies that you've noticed easter eggs like in your favorite movie series that like callbacks to another movie in that series or something like that or God, see this is where i'm terrible i can't do that shit off I, the top of my head i get it that's why i was like oh that's a hard one to pick right off the bat <laughs> you know you're gonna have to give me some time okay so you, you want to put that one on the back burner no no okay. I'm, just, I'm just gonna oh, need some you... time throughout the show okay. to even think about one Perfect. you know don't don't you go can... throwing that shit at me how about hey. you mo let me put you on the on the hot seat here. sure so so what what easter eggs do you think about in in the movies like you... the two that i just named off yeah those those are easy you know, let's let's okay. talk. We could talk all about right. the Marvel Universe all day, where they just put an Easter egg at the end of a movie. Well, no, they also slide them all throughout the movies. Um, let's see, Easter egg. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, in your um, uh, 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 hold on. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, you like this, don't I you? I do. I don't. Yeah, I, really I know. Don't. I know you don't. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, Ninja Turtles. There we go, Ninja Turtles. The uh, Ninja Turtles three. 
All right, the one oh, where they go Jesus. back in time. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, you want to do this is one that just popped in my head. All right, so the Ninja Turtles three, the one where they went back in time there to the 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 Bushido or Japanese time uh, time frame. Feudal <clears throat> Japan is what it is. Yes, Feudal to. Japan. Um, now the the Easter egg there was Usagi Yojimbo was supposed to make an appearance. Yeah, he did not. He did not. But there was <laughs> there was a rabbit. Um, where was it? Ah. Uh, I can't remember. It was I. I don't remember the exact time frame or anything. But there was a rabbit that they named Usagi. It's in there somewhere. That's an Easter egg that I vaguely remember hearing about. Could be false. Could be in there. I don't remember it. I didn't see it. But that is one I remember hearing about. And again, it could be total bullshit. I have no idea. That's why Zane's got the computer out fact checking, if he wants to. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin Easter egg. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's the comic. Yeah. The last, that could take a while. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, while we're, he's doing that, um, I'm going to tell you guys what you can find. You can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. We do not have Hannah this week. We do not have Eleanor this week. So we'll be doing regular wrestling. I will be covering uh, the uh, Saudi Arabian Elimination Chamber. Uh, Zane's got a couple things to throw in. Uh, I will give you some random facts and myths uh, in uh, honor of Hannah this week. And um, we will be playing some random songs and uh, trying to figure all this good stuff out, Easter egg-wise. So, Zane... Do you want to say something before I play our first song? You know something that I didn't know? What is something you didn't know? I I, I can get that queued up if you want. You got it there. There you go. Things Zane didn't know. Yeah, you know, know why the Grateful Dead are always on tour? Yeah. yeah. You know why? Because they're all British agents, intelligence agents. They're spies. Jerry Garcia himself is a double already, just like James Bond. Jerry Garcia is dead. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. Conspiracy. Squatch has been seen again. Oh, God. In Cairo. Really? Oh, yes. Now, what I, I, I knew that the Squatch was around somewhere or another. But what I didn't know is that he finds value in the back of the Dollar General. I think I remember oh, seeing yes. something oh, about yes. this. This comes from Jess. Who reported it on February 12th. Okay. That uh, it's not the first time here in Greene County no. that the squash has been seen. No, no. Big squash you know, area. Yep. Yep. They, uh, they found some 18-inch prints in Wingdale in early January. 18 inches. 18 yep. inches. So, it's a foot and a half for you people. Of the report that came in was I got a report from a woman in Cairo that cited a Bigfoot on Sunday, February 6th, behind the Dollar General. If anybody has any additional information, please contact me. During the winter months, when food is scarce, we have frequent reports of people seeing the squashes outside of businesses, such as the Dollar General, okay. because of the garbage and the dumpsters. And also, being that the Cairo... Um, Dollar General. <laughs> also behind it has a good wooded area. And come to find out from the experts here, yes. the experts believe that they travel along the power lines. And guess what is behind the Dollar General in Cairo? Power lines that go all the way up 32. 
See, now I didn't know that, you know, it was it was uh that squashes fast traveled yeah. on Powerline Trails. Yes, they did. This is uh this is news to me. So, I don't know why everybody's <laughs> out there in the woods of Washington <laughs> trying to find these squashes when they travel the trails. Word. You know, check out them Powerline Trails. You find your squashes. That's right. They know how to tap in so they can charge their cell phones. So, um, Zane, let's get to another song. I should call my cousin Chucky Buds about that stuff. He's a big, uh, big Sasquatch follower here in the area. i got to see where he's uh, been hiking at, see if he's seen any squatches. So uh, let's get to our first song. This is from the Cleverleys. This is a little cover called Low. Shorty. 
he's off a cash crop low. All right, so Zane. I think I've heard that song before somewhere. Yes, probably. Probably. Where is that? The Flo Rida did that, Flo right? Rida, yeah. Flo Rida. That was, uh, that was actually... Uh, what do you think of that cover, actually? Uh, I know you're not a big cover guy. Uh, what it, you know, there's it, so many of those covers where it's yeah. like, hey, let's take this uh, really popular, like, hip-hop song, yeah, and uh, we'll uh, twang the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, These so, guys are a comedy group, at least, so it, it, it's kind oh, of... Oh, because they're a comedy group. Yes. It's okay. Yes, it it's is. Okay. It is. You know, they can't just be talented musicians doing nope. it. Half, God nope. forbid. That's right. they got to be a comedy group. So... <laughs> well, I don't find... Where was the comedy in it? It was a good song. Yeah. Like, I just... Uh, I don't feel... The comedy is it's not, the... they're not those guys they portray to be. As oh. That's what it is. Is that like an Easter egg? <laughs> Big old pink one. Uh, let's see. Now, are you mixing eggs with bunnies? <laughs> now, are peeps considered Easter eggs? <laughs> well... Depends on what shape they are, I guess. <laughs> well, they have the, sure. the, the the peeped eggs. Oh, they do, right? They, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. I should know this. Those, those are those are things that you know. Peeps. I, I think as a, as an adult, you realize that you just can't eat them. I can't. I can't <laughs> but as dude. a child, they are one of the greatest <laughs> things that were ever created. I used to love to make them into s'mores with like graham crackers oh, and chocolate. See, I could eat. Yeah, you could eat a whole yeah. like. They came in a package of I think there were six peeps, but you had three packages yep, yep. and you could eat all of them. Yeah. Easily, easily. Now I'm like, oh no, I don't <laughs> want to pee. my teeth. I was uh, like, I don't, I don't want to pee. Thanks my, for asking. Yeah, thanks. But I don't want to pee. My stomach's gonna be all, no, nah, I can't. So uh, we're talking about Easter eggs, as in, uh, you know, movies, uh, Easter eggs, stuff like that. I made Easter eggs. You, you did. Know, I like to. How you, know. you like a hard-boiled egg just every now and no, then? No, no, you got. If you want to do it right, you got to blow the egg out. Oh, that's right. You gotta. Okay. Gotta. You gotta blow them. Blow them. Yep. Nice, and then, nice strong then you save them for blow. years. <laughs> save them for years. Yeah, yeah, we did. We we would bring those same Easter eggs out next year, and they we'd hang them on the trees. That's awesome. Have you ever done that? <laughs> I have never done that. Like made ornaments out of the shell. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I have never done that. It is a it, it's it's a lot of work. I'm it, sure, it a, like blowing out the eggs. Activity, I mean, yeah. You got to be a man to blow them eggs it's, out. Oh, okay. it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to blow an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Now, speaking of Easter eggs and movies, though, uh, you saw Pulp Fiction, right? I'm assuming uh, the Quentin Tarantino I've movie. Never heard of this film. Never heard of Pulp Fiction. Never. Well, there's a man in there. Uh, you know, he's a very famous actor, great dancer. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I thought you were going to say John. I know, I know you did, didn't you? I don't think Samuel L. Jackson is known for his dancing. He is not. Is he a great dancer? I don't know. I oh. was just, you know. Uh, I'm assuming that he's all right. He's probably not bad. No. You know, he's an actor. He is an actor. I'm pretty sure that actors like it's it's like a they have you kind of have to dance. know how to dance and like Fred Astaire style stuff, man. You know, but uh, you know, uh, Pulp Fiction. There was a reference or an Easter egg in uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Did Did you catch it? Have you seen The Winter Soldier? I have. Okay. Now, in the cinematic universe, of course, uh, there's an Easter egg that alludes to one of the biggest films in blah, blah, blah. Nick Fury's death at the hands of the Winter Soldier, when an alive and well Fury looks over his own grave at the end of the movie, the quote on the grave is, The Path of the Righteous Man. That is inscribed on his headstone. That is the first part of that Bible verse that Samuel L. Jackson quotes as he's shooting the dude in Pulp Fiction. Um, you know, the path of the righteous man, blah, 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 blah. And you'll help me the Lord and all that stuff. Yeah, so there's that's an Easter egg. Um, 
by radiotimes.com definition. So, um, have you had time to think about anything like that? No, no. Okay, good. So, uh, let's see what another one uh, from radiotimes.com. Starbucks in Fight Club. Why is that an Easter egg? Uh, yeah, what, what makes that? A let me read that, what that, the, let me read their thing here. Okay, that's like product placement. That's like that's everything. In, in yeah, the original Ninja Turtles. You know, they had uh, they were sponsored they, by pizza, but they had Domino's oh, they, in the movie. Oh yeah, they had all types of yeah, going yeah. On. And uh, they also uh, had a cross promotion with Critters, right? But that's just because New Line put out was Critters. Out critters. That that is not an Easter egg. <laughs> that is not to an me. Easter egg. Like I don't I don't find like there's really no connection. But other than that, yeah, there's no connection. Um, but okay, let's see what they they say. Many fans interpret Fight Club as a criticism of consumer culture. But let's know that director David Fincher really hammered the point home by including a Starbucks cup in every scene in the film. Um, if you look back, it's um, one of the great Easter egg hunts. That, that, that does sound like a good hunt. Yeah, so I might have to watch Fight Club again just to see if that's true. Um, Pac-Man in Tron. It seems appropriate that one of the first video game films features a cameo from one of the most famous and oldest gaming icons. If you look closely while the characters look at the video game map, a small Pac-Man can be seen. He would later have a much more noticeable appearance in Pixels, but... Well, yeah, I remember. Him yeah, in pixels. pixels. Hard to miss. Him. It's really hard to miss him in pixels. That's not an Easter egg. That's yeah, but they the drop Pac-Man, everybody in pixels. Yeah, so. but the Pac-Man and Tron. Yeah, that is an Easter egg. Since uh, you know, I don't know if uh, maybe they gave uh, Namco any money for that or whatever. Oh, no. For probably not. Disney was pretty sly. They still are. They can pretty much get away with what they want to do. Uh, let's see. THX eleven thirty eight in Star Wars. What's THX? That's uh, I'm not positive, so I want to see what they. Uh, uh, let's see. The Star Wars saga is full of Easter eggs, but even diehard fans might miss this obscure reference to an early George Lucas film. The oddly named THX 1138 was George Lucas's first feature film. Okay, and I didn't know that because I didn't know that that was a film of his. Isn't THX like a home theater? System? I thought it was like a sound system, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> um. Let's see. There is uh, something about oranges in The Godfather. Uh, did you hear? Uh, uh, you do anything about that? Have you watched The Godfather? Like all the yes, way through? Yeah, yeah like I've fully. Seen Godfather. Um, all right. Yeah. One of the oldest and indeed. Good film. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, there's oranges have been long known to foreshadow death in Francis Ford Coppola's acclaimed trilogy. Uh, it's a tad more obvious in part three, but holds true for the earlier installments. Uh, take a look uh, at what Vito Corleone is slicing before his heart attack or the billboard Sonny Drives passed prior to his ambush. So, so, so oranges. I don't really see how that's... I guess they're saying Easter that, like, if you look for the orange, it's right before somebody's going to die. Yeah, to me, that's foreshadowing. You know, that's what I film, thought, not, right. It's not like, oh, man, remember those oranges? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's something that somebody wouldn't notice, really, unless they're looking for it, maybe, I guess. like. The, so this Easter egg is actually more vague more foresh- yeah, there's, than, there's, honestly, I, I really thought that an Easter egg was like a callback. Like, the first Right, one, that's what I thought, where, like, where exactly. you said the, the, in the Nick Fury right. thing, it's calling back to another movie to that film doesn't really even have anything to do with it right just like maybe the actor or yeah, like the writer yeah or... i thought that was a very good example right well, i thought the other examples um yeah, i gonna... must say that the, uh, the the starbucks cup is is a very cool idea right and i like that it's a hunt yeah um 
but we've got three very different examples very, like, of what an Easter egg can be in a right. film. Right, and these people are talking about too, like uh, foreshadowing again, like you said with the oranges. Um, in the movie Departed, there's X's right before um, uh, places an X on a frame next to a character who's doomed to die. So, for example, on the carpet outside the apartment of Matt Damon's um, Colin Sullivan there, the, the one character who is never marked in such a way is, you know, him. The only one who makes it out alive, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Sergeant Dignam, is the only one I've never seen departed, so I don't know. No? No. Why I not? I don't, I, I just never sat down to watch it. Good uh, film. Is it? She was not departed. Okay, I should. Well, then, there you go. That's a recommendation from Zane. Um, let's see. One more, and then we'll, uh, either talk about something here from Zane, or we'll get to, uh, another song. And then we'll come back and talk. I know Zane's got a couple topics he wants to talk about there. He's got um, uh, with the best makeout spots in the Hudson Valley. I and, do. I've had this one for weeks. He's week. been sitting on this guy. So um, now, are you a big Raiders of the Lost Ark fan? Not really. All right. Are you a big Star Wars fan? It's okay. It's okay. It's good. I, got, I went and watched the new ones. I kind of thought the new ones were better than the old ones. I thought they were put together a lot but, better, uh, sure. You know, um, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan, but I am a fan. Okay. Uh, now, do you know that in the very first Indiana Jones adventure, there's a reference to the uh, Star Wars? Okay. Now, when Indy first discovers the Ark of the Covenant, there's R2-D2 and C-3PO on hieroglyphs on the wall. Well, that's cool. That is, that's an Easter egg. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I consider a good Easter egg. Good Easter egg. Um, it's actually uh, even made it into the Lego set. <laughs> they actually even put it in with the Lego set. Um, so that has led to many shared universe implications. It's not, people. There's no shared universe. Han Solo and Indiana Jones are not related. Stop. <laughs> Maybe, but they're not. <laughs> so... Uh, all right, we're going to cut back there, and uh, let's, uh, Zane, did you want to talk about uh, anything first, or you want to go to no, a song? No, go ahead. Let's go to a song here real quick. Uh, we are going to get to, fuck it, there's a group called Was Not Was, back in the late 80s and early 90s. Zane, have you ever heard of that group? They did a little song called Walk the Dinosaur. Ah. Let's hear this. I haven't heard this song in a minute. Oh. The sun was spinning fire, the sky was blue. 
not was. Walk the dinosaur. It sounded like they said everybody wants to kill the dinosaur. They did towards the end. Oh, they did? Everybody they kill did. the dinosaur. Oh, they did the say end. kill the dinosaur. Yes. Okay, because I was definitely hearing kill the dinosaur, yep. and I was like, well, it's yes. kind of rough. Yes. Like, um, yeah, they, originally they talk about do the dinosaur, and then they're talking about killing the dinosaur. Why? What uh, the dinosaur do? I don't know. Uh, no idea. Okay. Okay. That's the, I'm going to have to look into that. No, you won't. No. So, Zane, <laughs> make-out spots. Yes. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah, everybody's got a place that they have frequented to uh, get their necking on mm. with their significant or not-so-nificant other. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say the names of these places, really, because... You know, nobody knows where they are. Nope. I don't even know where most of these are. You're going to go hunting for your uh, OnlyFans pages somewhere else for content. <laughs> That's what you're going to have to go somewhere else. You know, but I will say in a general sense, a couple of these, like, you know, the airports. Hmm. It's always been, you know, uh, popple-sized in movies and books that there's always, like, on your way to an airport, there's, like, a parking lot that I'm not sure what it's there for. I think so you can watch planes take off and land, but it have always become popular destinations for a little bit of the netting. For the pre-flight fornicate? Is that what this is? You know, and, uh, you know, why not? The only thing that I I wouldn't get about it is the noises. You know, Mm. maybe maybe that's the plus. Maybe they're getting off on the vibration. Yeah, or maybe that they, uh, you know, it it drowns out other noises that might be being made from a vehicle. He could be a screamer. He could be a screamer. He could be a screamer. Well, I'm saying he'd be yelling his own name for all I know. Now, I'll just mention this as a... Not king shaman. Any overlook off of any road that has a, we'll call it a scenic view. Yes. You know, and... Why not? They are some of the greatest. They are. You know, I can't say that I've done a lot of driving around to make out. Normally, it was just in a driveway. Mm. Um, Real quickie. Parking lot of the, you know, grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. I'm, I'm um, being dead up honest. Walmart. <laughs> Seen a lot of Nookie in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, but, you know, I, I definitely agree with that one. Any scenic overlook. Um, and that's where most of these are. Scenic lookout here, a scenic lookout here, right. Peter's Point, also <laughs> Peter's known Point. as Lollipop Mountain, according to uh, her friend Jen, who wrote this story. Was this Jess, too? Did Jess bring me this story? <laughs> nope. This was CJ. <laughs> CJ brought me this story. Uh, now, why it's called Lollipop Mountain, we're not sure. But it's uh, near Port Jervis, where you get a good overview of Port Jervis. Well, Zane, I hate to tell you what Lollipop could mean. She could be down there getting her Lollipop, and he could be getting his Lollipop, um... Uh, whittled down to nothing, we'll say. <laughs> whittled is a bad word. Especially, never whittle your man's lollipop, ladies. It's never going to turn out right. It's it's not. This one is just a corner. It's just a corner? It's just a corner. (laughs) Where? I know we didn't say, I know we said where we weren't going to say anywhere. Neelytown Road and 416. Now, they share pictures of these, and this one I I don't really get. It does seem like a pull-off for a good... Um, some good activity or that you're going to drag them into the woods. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 
if you're going to that lookout spot, I would suggest it not to be deep in the woods. Yeah. One, that's where vampires hang out waiting for kids just like you. And two, that other person in the car, if you say no, you might end up out there. And uh, that's why they brought you there. That's right. <laughs> Any waterfront. They mentioned Newburgh's waterfront, but oh, any uh, waterfront. All right, any waterfront. Any waterfront. And honestly, waterfront. waterfronts, I, I would say you're probably right up there. Yeah. Would be if I was, if I had to think about a spot that I was going to bring my lady. Um, uh, I think uh, like Dutch. There, uh, there's Dutch so many. Lady. Like I live next near the river, yeah. so you know there's so many nice little. Um, even across the river, you know, uh, over in Germantown, there yeah. was like three or four places where you could go past, cross yeah. the train tracks, and their yard, yeah. a nice little park or pull off. Oh, also yeah. good for stargazing. Yes, and that's what we do a lot of the time. So yes, actually, these are probably some of the best in my mind because you can get a good view of 360 degrees. Perfect. Of uh, you know. Put the top down, do some stargazing. Do the nasty, nasty bump bump. Yes. Um, drive-ins. Drive-ins are great. They are great. They they are good. A lot they, of sound to drown out the moaning. Yep. You know, uh, so I, I recommend a drive-in. Um, yes. Yes, 100%. I, I do. I do recommend a drive-in. Once again, this is another waterfront. Yep. It's, a, it's a beach. Oh, they, it's so beach? here... Here, not only do they have a front of water, but they also have playground equipment. Yes. Now, I'm not saying do this during the day. Or, and you know, but places like this are frequently visited by the authorities. You know, you so know, be careful. If you do like to do it in public places and you get your rocks off, a lifeguard's tower is a fun spot to do it. Just saying. Throwing that out there at night. Like a like a lifeguard tower, like on a beach. Yeah, on the beach, on the because, chair, like a chair. You know, the big lifeguard chair. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking. Not okay. the tower, like a big chair. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. That is a fun spot. So you get a blanket. You sit up there with your good. Yeah, girl, yeah. And then look out at the water. It's that, at night. That, that is a that is a good spot. And honestly, nice spot. to you know, um, frequenting some beaches where I've you know been out very very late, that they're really not that well policed. At least uh, even like yeah. places like um, Ocean City and stuff like that. Right. You know, they're not. You know, you might have a uh, a, a rider come by yeah. once or twice, but. Um, I think you're okay there. Right. Kingston Safe. Point Beach is like after 10 o'clock, you can basically shit and piss in the parking lot and no cops are going to come by and stop you. So. Roller Magic, which is a, you know, a parking lot for a um, a roller skating rink. Now, I would not suggest this one. One. In a roller rink? Yeah, or any roller rink right. for that matter. I was like, I would probably leave the roller rink. Yeah, that's a that's a given. Get out, get out of the roller rink. You know, you got um, there's no privacy there's, in a roller. There's rink. no privacy, and especially at this one in particular, where you have a 24 hour diner, a very popular one right oh, next door. Yeah, no. Um, so this is not, I would say, the best place. Again, unless you're into the public stuff. That's then it's different, but yep. I don't suggest doing it when there's a lot of people there. Yeah, uh, uh, a, a recreational park. Okay. Um, they mentioned a place called Canton Field, yes. which is uh, in Saugerties. Yes, but um, yeah, I'd uh, I'd agree, and uh, they're they're also good for yeah. um, you know. Uh, like I don't know, a rec park. Um, you know, me, my one the of my favorites was was Ferncliff Forest. Mm. I've spent a lot of time there. You know, okay. and you could do you could camp there yes, too. Yes. So like you know, the old Lake Tekakinek. <laughs> so that was that was a good place. And yep, that's that is the list. So you know, a yeah, recreational a park. I mean. 
Be careful out there. Don't do anything stupid, no, people. No, no. You know, but I understand. You know, you can't go into your girlfriend's parents' home. Right. That, uh, but yet, yeah, you know, she didn't mind doing it in her own driveway, and which then, I yeah. always thought was strange. And then but, there's some you know, girls who like who to am do I it gonna be? in a car in public parking lots anyway because it gets them all excited with the drama. Cars <gasps> suck. They, they're hard. Cars suck, Especially people. Especially if you're large like me. Uh, I'm, or, I'm a tiny guy and a, and yeah. a uh, Toyota Camry. It still Doesn't sucks. Any easier? I know. Still sucks. Bad, bad on all sides. Nobody ever has fun fully. That's all I'm saying. Somebody ends up getting disappointed in the long run. So, <laughs> so uh, anything you want to talk about else other than that right now? I or? do. Why not? While, while I've got you, let's attention. keep it. You got my attention. I'm enthralled. He's in college. So, words. this is something that just happened yesterday. Okay. A woman in Denver, she wakes up to a bleeding stranger in her home. Whoa. What would you do if you woke up to a bleeding stranger in your home? Um, are they conscious first? I don't know. I don't okay, know. This, say, is, this is as far okay. as I know. We, right, we just so bleeding w- stranger, wake, up, wake up bleeding stranger in your home. <sighs> mm, that's a hard question because I like want Like they're in your home. I they're not say, banging on the door. Right, they I are in say your home. I want to say call first. But I would really want to play Sherlock Holmes first and find out why there's a bleeding man on my floor and figure out how, for one, he got in there. If it was broken in, like he broke in and he cut himself and he passed out, blah, blah, blah. Because if that's the case, I'm stomping him in his fucking head before the cops get there. Make sure to bring him outside. Yes, bring him outside. Don't leave them in your home because then they can sue your ass. Exactly. So... Bring them outside. Drag them off your property. That's it. After you're done beating the shit out yep, of them. That, they, that's where they were the whole time. Yep. That's I found them in the street. Somebody hit them and ran. Um, so I want to say call 911. I think I'm with you there. I right. think the first thing, if I if I come to, um, you know, because I would, I'm not sure where, I'm not even sure where they are. Are they standing over my bed? Are they on the floor? Right, are they in right. the kitchen? It's a whole different um, thing. Like if there's so broken glass. Or first thing I, I would do is probably call nine one one because um, I can't I can't play detective. Right. So on Valentine's Day, startled as a frightened person would be, waking up with a stranger. Sleeping on her couch. Okay. All right. Now, I've been that guy sleeping on random people's couches. Don't know how I got there. That's why I said I would Don't know why I was there. I just, you know. could have blacked out, thought it was his house. Yep. Where I just, I came to with people asking me while I was on their couch, and I could not give them a good reason. So I got up, probably said a few words, and uh, and shuffled on. Probably mumbled something. Yeah. Oh, you said a few words. I think, oh, I think I was like. Where's Elizabeth? And they're like, who the fuck's Elizabeth? And I was like, yep, I don't know. Yep, yep, and, and out the door I went. And you know what? When people are curious about random folks, that they they don't know what to do in that situation. No, they so don't. they just like let you wander off and you didn't uh, hurt nothing. You didn't. Yeah. Just like, uh, yep. I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So the man was caught on camera trying to get into uh other homes in oh, her neighborhood. Oh, so he broke in. Well, so yeah, he, it seemed like he was just wandering. Okay. So, uh, Homeless man, maybe? Looking for a place to sleep in the Maybe, cold? maybe. So uh, this started as a typical Monday morning for Christine and her puppy. Until it wasn't. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It wasn't. Until it wasn't. <laughs> uh, this is an I quote from Christine. I got up and I started getting ready to go downstairs to get some coffee. She recalled. My dog 
he just kept barking and just kept barking. That'd be a dead giveaway. Yeah, we're... My dogs, uh, they bark. They bark at random things. They, they've now come to, uh, if you turn the stove on... They love to bark at the foom. Oh, yeah, the noise. So poof, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it happened in the wood stove today. You know, uh, one of the logs caught on fire. And and the problem with dogs, they don't know where these sounds they are don't. coming from. They don't. They are randomly like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it's a stove, guys. It's over here. Yeah. You know, bark at that. But they're like, nope. Cohen's afraid of the broom. You bring a broom out, he won't go near you. He backs up. He's like, no. Petra attacks the vacuum. (laughs) Oh, he's scared of that too. He jumps in the window like he's a damn cat and he sits there. (laughs) So as the dog barks, thinking, it must be the mailman or somebody delivering flowers for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. Bitch, be careful. Right. What time are you waking up that the mailman is coming that early in the day? flowers. Well, or or somebody delivering flowers. It's Valentine's Day, That's remember? True, that can know. that can be the is case. Is she sleeping in the afternoon? I I don't know. But is she day drinking? <laughs> she's just getting up. She was gonna get some coffee. <laughs> and uh, but the barking didn't stop. I became alarmed. I peeked around the corner, and to my surprise, a man on my couch. He was but just trying to. Yeah, I was just trying to wrap my head around what I was looking at. My first thought was, who is it? And that I... uh, Do I know this man on my sofa? (laughs) Then I realized that I had no idea who he was. So most people (laughs) would have run or called the police. Oh, but no. Christine, she took matters into her own hands. Sure she did. (laughs) I just stood right there at the edge of the couch and said, What are you doing in my house? He sat up and said, Well, I have no idea. My apologies. <laughs> He's nice and cordial. <laughs> Christine goes on to say that uh, he sat up and she noticed there was blood on her white pillows. Oh, man, that oh. had to bother. She's like, excuse me, strange gentleman. You left your you DNA left your, all over uh, You left pillow. your blood all over my white pillows. Well. I'm saving on see- your sheets, too. I could see that he had a laceration across his forehead. And he had grass in his hair. Oh, God. Like he had fallen down. And it surprised him. Well, yeah, that, that can yeah. happen when Normal. people are in blackouts. Normally. I'm just, just saying, Christine. Yup. Recalling that he put his hands on his forehead and looked down, and he was like, didn't know what happened. Disoriented? Confused? And out of not knowing what, uh, what Christine had described to the man, you know, she, uh, he said... I know what to do at this moment. But she said, I wouldn't leave after being asked multiple times. Whoa, whoa, why wouldn't he leave right? after uh, disoriented, confused, and out of it? And, and out of it obviously. is how uh, Christine described the man right. and her home. And then she knew in that moment that he had to go. But she said... He wouldn't leave after asking multiple times. Oh, oh, oh so, so now now our strange gentleman might not oh, be so cordial. No. He might have to He get wasn't going. A pencil. So I walked to the front door, and I opened the front door and said, you, "You have to leave." It was at this point that he made his way to the door and left. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay, maybe he was. Okay. Maybe he just didn't want I'm, to get I'm up. pretty sure he was probably still disoriented yeah. enough where he had he no idea where he was, where he was, he was how he got cut, um, what this woman was saying, probably feeling terrible that he's bled all over her white pillows. At least I know I would. I would have that, that, really that would have been the shit that would have gotten me. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. Not only have I wandered into a strange woman's home, <laughs> I, bled I slept shit. on her couch, probably scared the shit out of her, but I have bled on her pillow. Traumatized her poor dog. Yep. <laughs> There's a good chance I would have peed on your couch, too. Yep. It's a good yeah, chance so he that got dog up, was licking the blood off, He walked too. out slowly, and he was caught once again on her neighbor's camera. Oh, Jesus. Where uh, she said that... It, she said that she had accidentally forgotten to lock her door after taking her dog outside. Well, I will tell you, I don't accidentally forget to lock my doors. They just don't they just, ever get locked. Nope. I don't do it. You know, so Zach I got homeowner's in a, insurance. Yeah, he lives in an area, too, where it's like. I, I grew up that way. Yeah. I just, I, I, I want to trust the world, and I hate locking my doors. Yeah. So if you need a place to sleep, um. I got it's a, a long walk from any any city center, but uh, I have a deck you can sleep yeah. on if you want to, like straight up. <laughs> you coming to my house unless I know you really? I mean, ask so, first. <laughs> he was in the house for four hours. The report says, according to the the footage caught on the um on the neighbor's camera. Jesus. Well, oh, that ends well. Uh, yeah, he didn't hurt anybody unless he was. Gonna, but he just passed out because of the blood loss. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was some local no, news out of wow. Denver that I uh, that was originally going to be uh, what I didn't know, but um, it really wasn't something that I knew of. Right. So I I thought that I was like, well, that sounds like a good headline. Let's yeah. find out more. Let's dig into a Denver woman wakes up Let's to t- bleeding stranger in home, <laughs> because this could get serious. Definitely. But or it, it just could be, or her it could brother. just be a clickbait ad, or you know, <laughs> thing. And it, it was good though. All's well that ends well. You know, he didn't hurt nobody. Left some blood stains. I'm sure. You know, maybe if she can get a DNA test, she'll get the bill cleaned or whatever. But it's fine. So uh, we'll get to a song here. Okay. Let's do this. Cheese and Chong up in smoke, framed. I was sitting in a coffee shop, just minding my own affairs. All of a sudden, this policeman caught me unaware. He said, is your name Pedro? I said, uh, yeah, I guess so. He said, then come with me, because you're the man we've been looking for. I said, hey, man, I've been framed. Hey, no, really, fella, I was framed. Oh, I never do nothing wrong, man. But every time I get the blame, I've been framed. They put me in the lineup and let the bright lights shine. There was ten poor dudes like me standing in that line. I knew I was a victim of somebody's evil plan. When the scrunchy looking dude came up and said, Yeah, that's him, man. Hey, wait a minute, man. I've been framed, man. Oh, listen to me, Judge. I was framed. I never do nothing wrong. Oh, but every time I get the blame. Hey, I've been framed. Then the prosecuting attorney started prosecuting on me. First, second, and third degree. He said, where were you on the night of July 29th? I said, man, I was home in bed. He said, judge that man's lying. I said, wait a minute, man, I was framed, man. Hey, judge, listen to me, man. Really, you gotta believe I've been framed, man. I never do nothing wrong. Oh, but every time I get the blame. Oh, I was framed. Now, look, I deny the charges I have in any week. Judge looked down and said, Guilt, I said, Judge, you can kiss my 
framed by Cheech and Chong off the Up and Smoke album. Zane. So we haven't played that whole album yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> I know you don't like live stuff, too, and there's a lot of live No, stuff, no, so. and honestly, yeah. Cheech and Chong is just, just the, it's not all that good. You know, really, it's, so it's really not. I give it to you, they're uh, hit and miss. I was going to say, it's like, you know, they're, you know, some of the stuff is funny and it's old classic, me. but then I'm like... <laughs> It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, 14-year-old me loved it. <laughs> but, uh, Zane, you got that wrestling intro handy? What's going on in the world of On the 16th, CM Punk came out to announce the details of his rematch he earned against Maxwell Jacob Friedman. CM Punk sitting cross-legged in the ring with his microphone. Too much talking. Yep, way too much. Roundabout dog collar match. Yep, roundabout dog collar match. I like dog collar matches if they're done right. The cage match, seen a lot. Granted, we've only had one disqualification in AEW for three years, so we're about to... I don't think they needed a match where they couldn't have Wardlow come in and interfere or Sean Spears or whatever. And if they did, they needed a match where they couldn't get disqualified, you know, for it. So... I'm, I'm, I want to call CM Punk, but I want to say MJF's going to have some shenanigans somehow and win it. What do you think? I think the dog collar matches are okay. Like the Cody Dustin, or not Cody uh, Dustin, um, Cody QT? Or was it Dustin QT? Dustin QT, dog collar match. That was done good. When they broke up, I remember they were tag team and they, yeah, they split and they had a dog collar match. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I remember that one. Yeah. I remember the, uh, the barnyard match. <laughs> the barnyard match. The tag team barnyard match. It was, that was well done. That was, that well, was done. well done. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, no, I remember the Dustin, um, or Cody, uh, the Brody. Brody. The Cody Stratton, Brody. Yeah, dog collar match, yes. And it was all right, you yes. know. Well, I can't. I, I won't give. I won't say anything really about it because I might. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, if it's not, if it's done right, it could be a, a fun match. Yeah, you know I mean? and I think that those two can have fun together. Um, you know, MJF can usually put together something. I still think that last year one of the best matches on Dynamite was him against Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Just because of the back and forth right. for the last 10 minutes of the match, you really had no idea where that thing was going. Yeah. And the, and how well he played the knee injury. Right. Um, Which oh. is something that I'm like, I got to give to MJF. Because I don't think he's that great in the ring, but I don't think he's, he's bad there, either. No, no, he's still young, too. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very young. Um, So, but the cool thing I thought that uh, CM Punk played into was he pulled out that photograph of a little boy MJF uh, getting a CM Punk autograph. Now, where do you think he got that photo? Probably from MJF. That's right. right. That's right. He's probably like, yo, Damn you got to right. give me this photo. Because yep. I'm pretty sure that Punk didn't keep that photo. No. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, who? when MJF started getting famous, who put up that, you know, MJF on Rosie O'Donnell clip? MJF put 
that shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he said, who put that shit up? That's some bullshit. And then it went viral. Okay, listen. <laughs> so uh, I think, yeah, I- I'm thinking Punk might. But I want Punk to win it, but I think MJF's going to win it. I, that's just what I'm thinking. I do think Wardlow's going to have some kind of factor in it either way. I don't think he will. You don't? No, he's going to be in the faces of the Revolution match. That's I do not true. think... You don't maybe, think they're maybe the F- on the breakup this maybe, one? Maybe F- or FTR oh, or wait, wait, Spears wait, wait. or... Does the face of the Revolution ladder match person get a TNT title shot? Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking Wardlow maybe win that, get the win the title off of Sammy, and then MJF gets the title... Via the contract that he had signed, where Wardlow has to give him that any titles mm-hmm. he wins, and then Wardlow breaks. I think that might be how they go with it. Okay, so yeah, I think MJF maybe will win by shenanigans, but that's just uh, I, I, what I think is going to go down. Um, let's see, American Dragon Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty with Matt Great Seidel. match. Good, Great so match. good match. I love me at some Lee. He's good. I, I just don't like saying his last name. It's too many syllables. It's called Tiger Style. Tiger Style. You know, come down. What do you think he's going to leave and uh, join a group with uh, D. Brian Mox? You think Mox is going to go with D. Brian? No, I don't think He that's... didn't say yes. He didn't say no. I don't think it will be a group. No. I, uh, I think D. Brian might form a group, but not with Mox. Uh, yeah, I don't see I don't see a group forming. I think a few shooters, like maybe Daniel Garcia and a couple of the younger guys like that, that can actually do the, the graps, you know what I mean? That's more D. Brian's style. So I think he might grab a couple of them up because... He's, you know, what does every legend or whatever WWE guy have when they come into AEW? A title? No, a midget. A little guy next to him that they has to, you know, like Christian has Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Fucking, you know, Sting has Darby. They all get titles. They all get little wrestlers to mold into their image. Um, So I think that could happen. But um, I thought that match was great. Uh, yeah, it was it was a very fun match. Of course, uh, Brian won. You know, we you know we didn't. Brian offered to shake Lee's hand after the match. Uh, Lee tried to shake Brian's, but he did the old ha fuck that shit. You know, and pulled it back. Um, so uh, I, I really think that was it's a great match. It was a good match. Uh, they could have had it on a pay per view. Um, I think maybe they could have gone a little longer. If anything, I think maybe it was a little short for me. Uh, Lee Moriarty looked like he had a little bit more to show during the match. Uh, but Debray had to. Uh, ultimately, the, the the victor was the right person. <clears throat> um, let's see. Next up, we had uh, 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 you know, like I talked about, Moxley said, "I'm not saying yes or no." Blah blah blah. So they're gonna fight at Revolution. They are gonna fight at Revolution. Yeah, I don't think that match has been made yet, but uh, it was official at the oh, end. Was yes, it? yeah, they they made it official. Um, I don't know what kind of match it's gonna be. A regular match. <laughs> Please let it be just a regular match. <laughs> I want to see Mox do a headlock. You know, well, you know it ain't gonna be a bomb match. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll see no repeat of last year's bomb match. No, no. <laughs> Nope, no bomb match. Uh, anything that Cody came up with, at least for the next few months, we're not going to see either. Um, let's see. So, face of the Revolution qualifying match, Wardlow, the War Dog, with Sean Spears versus the Acclaims Platinum Max Caster with Anthony Bowens in his corner. The Acclaims are starting to grow on me a little bit. Nope. 
Shut your mouth. Not wrestling wise. Just then, the fact that they're they're terrible. They are terrible. Which I don't know why, but I have a, a, an affinity for uh, uh, terrible. I think it might have been because uh, you know uh, Max Caster came out when we were at NEW, and he was kind of uh, kind of funny. Thought he was kind of funny. He was terrible. He was terrible. I don't understand why people cheered for him. Then. I, I'm not going to go as far as cheering for him, but they're starting to grow on me. Wardlow, of course, picked up the win. Uh, as should mm-hmm. um, so Wardlow should not lose anytime he's in the ring um, at least not to anybody smaller than him uh, let's see let uh, Powerbomb City uh, Symphony <laughs> sorry Brock Lesnar reference uh, speaking of we're going to talk about him in a fucking few minutes god damn Brock Lesnar uh, do you want me to give you spoilers no I don't think so okay then we're not going to talk about it maybe I'll watch it tonight then we're not going to talk yeah, about yeah let's not talk about Saudi blood because, uh, because actually this is the time between the Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania that yes. I will pay attention to yeah. I actually thought that that was on tonight no so, yeah, that's kind of why Saturday, I, uh, they got sneaky about it yeah I really I, I expected that to be on tonight so oh, I didn't yeah. know that it already happened um I didn't hear about it, any other thing until sun, uh, early this morning, so I didn't... Uh, I haven't been on the YouTube. Um, let's see. So, uh, Adam Cole came out, blah, 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 had a match with... Uh, Adam Cole has not impressed me or my wife, because Elizabeth now is getting more into wrestling than, than you are, because yeah. uh, she sits there watching it with me on Wednesday nights, and Sunday mornings, or Saturday mornings, or whenever I watch Rampage. Well, after, uh, after this... Uh, thing here in the first week of March that's going to change. But she back, cannot so. understand the popularity of Adam I'm Cole. And Adam to Cole be fan, personal, really. I like, I think that the guy has panaz. Yep. But I don't see it in the ring all that well. Like, I don't see a lot of like, oh, this guy is really right. good. Well, he came out this week and he set up a, a program with Hangman. And, and I, uh, I don't know. And I, I personally like the one-liners that Kyle O'Reilly says Kyle more O'Reilly. than more than him. And honestly, if, if you, like, they're the same wrestler. Like those two Kyle guys could be, is better. could be interchangeable <laughs> in my mind. They just look different. They look different, but I think but, Kyle yeah, O'Reilly's Kyle's better. grown on me just because of his his like weird walk yeah. and his one liners. That like I I like them and I like Bobby Fish's mustache. <laughs> so you know, ah uh, Bobby Fish. Bobby uh, Fish I, I got to see more of them because I guess a couple years ago they were considered uh, one were. of the best tag teams. They were, you they, know, they, even before well, that. This when, is NXT, they, but we could say before that, that even on uh, Ring of Honor they were you know one of the best tag teams. Red Dragon they've always been tag team well not always but for a long time uh let's see so uh yeah that set up a program chris jericho uh uh versus and jager (laughs) jake hager versus santana and ortiz i called this i called it that that jericho is gonna take a pinfall yeah i just can't believe it was from a discus lariat right (laughs) but hey like kicks out of the street sweeper right but goes down to a discus lariat yeah so but you know what right Winners. Yep, yep. Thank Every, you. Everything happened like it should have. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz, LAX. That's basically what they're doing again. Um, LAX needs to die in a lacious ball of fire. They do, but not if, saying if that you these noticed, guys do because I, I actually if, I like Santana noticed, and Ortiz, right? But I don't like. I've never liked the whole LAX game. Yeah. Well, do you remember the reference that Jericho made last week was you know he picked the wrong two members of LAX because Hernandez and Homicide weren't available. <laughs> That's, yeah, I didn't like Hernandez and Homicide as a tag team, really. Homicide's great. Don't get me wrong. Hernandez, Supermax, he's all right. Uh, Anyway, uh, right winner, Santana and Ortiz. Um, Now it's setting up that... uh, In an okay match. The one thing we got, you got to... 
bring back to that match is what the hell happened to Jake Hager? He takes one move outside the ring That's and it. he was out like Unless for the got, entire match. Unless he got injured, I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it, but I don't think he did. No, I think it was, was all supposed to be. Yeah, but I, I was like, everything... he, they, they kind of took him right out of yeah, the match very early. I think that's why they did that because they're like, I think they're trying to insinuate that Jericho and Hager can beat Santana Ortiz easily if yeah. he wasn't in the picture. And I'm like, that's not true. Not true. I love Santana and Ortiz as a group, as a tag team. Uh, they did get lost in the inner circle, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it was always about Jericho and Sammy, really, mainly, out of those, well, that group. Sammy deserves it. He does, and what, I'm not saying that was a bad thing. Uh, Hager was just there. Um, let's see. Uh, they got a This Is Awesome chant. Didn't deserve it, um, but they got it. Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. In a no DQ. No DQ. Uh, what do you think? I don't much care for Mercedes Lewis. Martinez there, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I. And and I honestly, I think she should be more polished. Yeah. For Um, what she's done in the past, so I don't know. Maybe because it was a a street fight. That is a street fight. Sloppy. And Thunder Rosa does like to take control of the matches. I've noticed. (laughs) That that's not saying. That's just something I've noticed in matches. Like uh, she she got to take the lead, whether she's gonna win or not. She still takes the lead in the most of the matches, I've noticed. So I think she had to get a little bit more offense in than Mercedes just to prove that, you know, she's Thunder Rosa, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, uh, she definitely thinks... Uh, I can't really remember the match all that well. That's what I'm saying. It the was... end of it where they, you know, turned on both of them. Right. And the uh, sensei Cobra Kai. was there from... Strike from, hard, uh, strike fast. Yeah. No mercy. <laughs> I'm loving that. Let's. Where's my Cobra Kai crossover with AEW? I want Johnny. You got to bring Johnny in. Fuck Daniel LaRusso. Bring Johnny in. That's what I want. <laughs> he could be fucking Thunder Rosa's sensei. <laughs> Go against Cleese. I wonder if he's actually playing John Clay. I can't remember if they put his real name up or of the character that he no, played. No, his real name. It did it? Okay, yeah. good. I was about to say, are they going full-on fucking, like, no, no, WCW? They... RoboCop's here with Sting! Oh, my God! RoboCop! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Thunder Rosa picked up... Uh, I, she picked up the victory, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she won. Um, that's how much I didn't remember that match. Um, I guess it was our TNT title match. And she respected her after Yes, that. yes, there because they're going to probably form a tag team now, probably. There was probably. respect there. Because that's how it happens. Yep. Respect. <laughs> respect on it. TNT title match. Champ, Spanish god, who can't speak Spanish, Sammy Guevara. Versus Little Sting. Another amazing match with, with another... Ridiculous cutter. <laughs> yeah. Like he is now, Sammy is becoming the master of the cutter. Yeah. Because yeah. out of nowhere, when he dove through the ropes and just that, caught him yep. up. Yeah. Oh, amazing man. cutter. That was good. That was great. I thought he dislocated his elbow because he landed dumb hard on it. Like <laughs> he, he was playing. Oh, it. I do remember actually going back here real quick that yeah. uh, there was a spot in that. Um, the the Thunder Rosa match where the table was leaned up yes. against the uh, the I, side of the ring and she did that. a fisherman suplex on it. That was very good. That was good, but the table didn't break the way they wanted it to. Well, how else is that? That table ain't gonna break really no, properly but I anyway. But I thought that it, it did. yeah, it looked great. It, the, it was a great spot. Yeah, because it broke towards the top of or the bottom of the table, I guess, depending. It's it was on the floor, yeah, no, but. it was actually a, it was a spot that I don't think I've seen before. No. So. Sorry, I, I just, at the time, no. I couldn't remember the match, but I, now that I, I I was playing it back in my head, it, <laughs> so it, it was a pretty good match. It was good. Oh. Um, 
you know, Sammy won with the go to hell thanks to uh, shenanigans from Andrade and Matt Hardy uh, setting up a match between El Idolo and Sammy for the TNT Championship. Which will happen at uh, Revolution, yes. I think. Yes. I think it will happen I think that's there. that's what they said, yes. Um, and Sammy will lose the belt. Do you think he's going to lose? I think he will lose the belt. Okay, okay. So um, you think he's going to lose the belt and then Wardlow's going to take it from Andrade? Uh, I don't know who he's going to take it from. That would be yeah. a good match, I think. But he's going to take it from somebody. Because so I don't think they're going to have Wardlow I don't think Sammy, Sammy, yeah. I don't think they'll have Sammy keep it against El Idolo. Well, we'll find out. Come Revolution. So, Rampage. Did you get to watch it? I did. Okay. Adam Cole defeated 10. Yep. Sloppy match, but all right. Um, Will Hobbs defeated Dante Martin in another match for the face of the yep. revolution. Good match. I love yeah, Hobbs. Right. I don't care. You can it's do it right. to me. Um, again, they should probably end that feud. I think they have. I think yeah, it's completely kinda, now. I think they kind of ended it there. All right, good, because I'm not, I don't want to see it anymore. Maybe Ricky Starks versus Dante Martin once or twice. Might work. Ricky Starks can't fight. <laughs> Ricky Starks can't fight. Absolute. Ricky Starks. He's good on the mic, though. I got to give him really yeah. good on the mic. His Rochambeau is, is kind of funny. I don't see how it finishes people, but... Um, all right. Uh, Jade Cargill's interview backstage was broken up by Matt Hardy, who uh, said the bunny's going to beat her up. Uh, I don't think so. No. Nope. Um, and she... Jade agrees. Uh, she don't think so. Um, and she was wearing money. And she was wearing money because she is money, and she smells like money, and she looks like money. And That's yep, what she says. Money is money. and Money is money, and it's all dirty. Big money, Matt Hardy. There's a lot of germs on money. <laughs> it's passed around a lot. Oh, all right, never mind. Serena Deeb defeated Angelica Risk in a five-minute rookie challenge, which only took three and a half minutes. Um, I like me, Serena. I do. I like this five-minute challenge thing, too, because it's... Uh, I don't say... It just gives her more TV time. That's what I like. And, it. and it's it's basically, if they're not going to have Jade wrestle, they're going to have Serena Somebody Deed, who can actually wrestle, um, wrestle. You know, in for five minutes, and then they're like, look, we filled our quota for women wrestling. Yep, that's it. Now, I don't agree with that, I, but, but you know, it hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And uh, main event time, Switchblade Jay White, Defector... Just beat the shit out of Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa of the Bullet Club now. They are gone. Jay White and Chris Bay sided with the Good Brothers at Impact. But Jay White was on his own here at AEW, fully breaking down the wall. He's on three different shows, fucking in New Japan, Impact, and now AEW, facing Trent Beretta in a good match. Yeah. Yeah, I died. Uh, yeah. the, the, the victory was not... Yeah. What I wanted, but I I don't you know see. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I love Trent for mm -hmm. one. Um, I believe the man's got a bag full of tricks that he are does. just unstoppable. Uh huh. Um, I just don't. I don't know. I don't see the the thing and what people see in Jay, in Jay White. White. He, I'm not he is a, a pretty New Zealander. I will say that, but uh, I don't. I don't see why he gets to beat so many people. <laughs> and, I, and I don't like the fact that he uses the sister Abigail for a finisher. Oh, my God. No, I think, that, I think that was the end of it when I saw that. I was like, that's, that's a finisher, yeah. huh? I was oh, like, damn. Bray Wyatt, he's not, he, he didn't even use that as a, uh, I mean, he used it as a finisher, but he used it mainly. The person was down before he even used it. That was just a way for him to get on top of somebody and to make it look cool. It's yeah. not really a finisher. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand, <laughs> especially in AEW where you see some nutty moves. And yeah. That's, that's going to. That's gonna end it, huh? Yeah, that's it. That's what's so uh, pin Trent, and I knew I knew Trent was gonna get pinned. So, yeah. you know, and honestly, I thought it was gonna be a better match. I, thought, I did. I really, I kind of lost some interest in it about six minutes in of the I eight can, ten minute match. I, 
I can agree with that. I can definitely. I think agree. I had. I think my expectations were high, though. Right. I, you know, because any match with Trenton now, I basically think it's going to be almost a five star match. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't see anything out of Jay White that made me go, "This guy." Now I understand why everybody talks about this guy. I've uh, seen one other match with Trenton Jay White in New Japan. Um, well, it would have been a tag team match. No, it was, it was a solo match. No, they've never had a solo match. I could have sworn they did. Nope. All right, so there was a tag team yep, match. Yeah, but it was a tag team but match. But they did really well. What I saw, they were going really hard over there, but that's New Japan anyway. They go fucking way harder than they do in any other fucking American fucking... What, with the slaps? Yeah. There's no, like, real wrestle move. No, no, it's all just kicks and slaps and fucking... <laughs> Fucking spears and all that good shit. Uh, so that was wrestling. I'm not going to go over the uh, Saudi Blood Money Elimination Chamber. No, because I, I, <clears throat> I'd still like to watch that. But Zane bringing in the world of wrestling classics yes. here. Yes, I was going to say, you have something. I do. So, uh, you know, because of hashtag them boys, I, uh, I've been following <gasps> them boys. <laughs> and them boys Coast. were not only on a pay-per-view, but a first pay-per-view. <laughs> but a first pay-per-view of the JC GCW yes. World at Hammerstein Ballroom okay. in New York City. Ooh. Now, I will tell you the card here. Yes. And uh, I didn't watch this because I, I didn't try to try to find it. Um but I'll just show you, show you the match the match lineup here. You know, they had the GCW World Championship match. Okay. Guess who showed up? Who showed up? John Moxley! Versus Homicide. Versus Homicide, huh? Versus Homicide. That must have been a bloody-ass match. They had the Spreading Ring of Honor World Champion over. match. Jonathan Grisham. I don't, know, John, I don't know Jonathan. I don't know Jonathan. Jonathan Gresham, yes. Isn't isn't he a writer? I think so. John Grisham? Yeah. I think yeah. He wrote some books. <laughs> he wrote. <laughs> and he was a going against Blake Christian, but that match did not happen. Okay. Um, instead, it was Blake Christian against uh, Leo Rush. Oh, Mr. Free Agent for working two weeks in AEW, and then his contract expired. Yep, yep. There was an open challenge match. Now, this was the Briscoes versus question mark. Because who was going to take on? Question mark's dead. They can't. Who was going to take on the Briscoe brothers? He could have took on them both at the same time. That's question mark, baby. Now, they had to grab the brass ring ladder match of Jordan Oliver. Okay. Jimmy Lloyd. Okay. And Alex Cohen. Colon. 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 Oscar P. Yep. <laughs> Versus Leo Rush, PCO, and Tony Deepin, uh, which that match must have been changed as right, well. Right. The trios match of Gringo Loco. <laughs> I'm going to get named Crazy wrong White here Boy, on this one. Flamita. Flamita. And, little Erez. Aries. Yep. Erez. 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 A-R-E-S. A-R-E-Z. Aries. Erez. I know how to spell Aries. Erez. 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 Whatever. Against Laredo Kid, Bandito, and ASF. I do like Bandito, but he lost really bad at the last match we saw him in. That match was just too short. I know. It, honestly, that should have been the match of the, the should've night. Should have been. And, uh, yeah, well, we'll continue. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ali Catch versus Ruby Soho. Oh, Ruby, Ruby. We had Joey Janela <laughs> versus 
Matt Cardona. Oh. Now I'll tell it, I will I will spend a couple minutes on that match because yes. we're talking Easter eggs here. The callbacks in this match okay. are unbelievable. All right. I, th- I heard Cardona wore some uh, weird tights. Did they did they mention that? I will I will yes. mention everything okay. about it and the return of the double A, double D, double F, double J. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. J E double I'm out of spell. There's a lot of doubles in there. <laughs> Against a guy who I've never Rick heard Flair of. Light. Effie? Effie, yes. He's uh, Effie? the guy I don't, that I don't know Effie. He he had a feud with Matt Cardona for a minute. It's like I don't know Effie, he's but he had a match and originals. I guess I guess Jarrett is sober now. Um he's trying to mend some bridges. So this get back in the good graces with Vince. Get huh? back in the good graces with anybody. He is he really well, went down that totem pole. He, they didn't. They TNA didn't even, ain't picking him up. Well, they didn't even want his ass in AAA anymore. Nah. Down in Mexico, well, like he was that big of a dick. And <laughs> unfortunately, he earned that spot though. So he, he earned being a dick. That, that's what he did. And he should just deal with that. Nobody really wants to work with him. He got his Hall of Fame spot. He's good. All right. So Jay Raver replaced Rio Lot Rio Rush. Rio Rush. Rio Lush. In that. In that. Um, <laughs> In that triple or that uh, yes. triple threat ladder match, yes, they did say that the uh, Lucha Libre match was quite good. Okay. Put a lot of uh, stuff that was different. There was a Spanish fly from the top rope to the outside floor. Oh, like, that just sounds like it hurts on the landing yep. for everybody wiping out bandito and flamita because if you've ever seen a spanish fly people it hurts the person more giving it than it does taking it so that had to be one hell of a spot yes wow blake christian and leo rush got a very good score okay now here's the match that we'll talk about some the joey janella matt cardona call back of the century match <laughs> because man we want we want easter eggs yeah all right, so not only we hear the music hit, it is Enter the Sandman. Oh, from ECW oh, Sandman. Oh, yes. Nice and, and then it mixed in Matt Cardona's music. Nice. Did he come down with a Pabst Blue Ribbon chugging it? I did. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but so it started with that. And then it it went even more... Into where is it? Oh, man, I think it might be at the top. Okay, yep, here it is. So Cardona weathered the early storm, seized control until Green, Chelsea Green, was with Cardona. Unexpectedly delivers the low blow. Oh. Call back to the Randy Savage. Yes. Okay. Nice. As it turns out, it was a trap. Cardona revealed a cup seconds after his wife crotched Janella on the ropes. Oh. He was wearing the cup. Oh. Nice. Yep. So then he crotches Janella as the self-proclaimed deathmatch king found himself in dire straits, courtesy of the reinvigorated bad boy. Smart Mark Sterling appears. Oh, Smart Mark. <laughs> and relieved Janela could not only utilize the internet championship against Cardona per a deathmatch contract, yep. 
So, I don't know what that means. No idea. When Sterling attempted to utilize it, he rocked Cardona by accident. Swoggle then appears. Fucking Swoggle. But a massive Sam Shackhouse attempts to cut him off. I don't no know idea. who he is, but he comes out. He's massive, apparently. So, a massive moonsault by the big man set up the showdown between Swoggle and the returning Marco Stunt. Oh, Marco, baby. <laughs> Stunt Good puts Swoggle through a door. Janelli delivers a big elbow from the ring to Cardona and through a table on the floor. Green, Chelsea Green, yep. rocked by Stunt with the Internet Championship. Oh, All right, so the Internet Championship must be a belt. Yes, it's, it's Cardona's belt. His the the his Broski belt with his you know what I mean. Oh, that's that he, called the Internet Championship. Yeah, he calls it the Internet Championship. Then delivers a Canadian destroyer. Cardona blasts Janela with a chair. Delivers an attempted attitude adjustment onto the chair. <laughs> as Janela took Green out of the equation with a pile driver, an unknown assailant enters the ring <laughs> with a black motorcycle helmet. Helmet. He spears Janello through the drawer, revealed himself to be who else but Brian Myers. Uh, Not only is it Brian Myers, it's Brian Myers dressed like Edge. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That is great. Good shit. All right, so he joins Cardola for the radio silence through another door for the win. That's how the match wins. That's how the wins with the radio silence. Huh? Now, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa After whoa. the match. <laughs> We hear the, are you ready? Oh, no. Sean, X-Pac Waltman Ah. hits the ring and makes the saves, clearing the heels from the ring. Nice. Moments later, Mentz Warner made his return after a devastating knee injury, Mm -hmm. only to have his address interrupted by Atticus Cougar. No idea. (laughs) Nope. Nice name, though. When the rest of the 44-0... Okay. Must be a group. Yep. Joined its leader, Matthew Justice, made the save. The lights went out, and then they came back on. But who else? Sabu and Will Alfonso appear. Bill Alfonso. The baby oh, faces nice. cleared the heels and stood tall while uh, Pantera's <laughs> walk played homage to ECW and Rob Van Dam. That's awesome. They didn't say anything about his tights because I heard he had, Matt Cardona had some special tights on uh, paying homage to somebody too. Or was that uh, at a different, no. Never mind, I'm wrong. That wasn't at that event. That was at the NWA event where he won the NWA World Championship. Yeah, but um, it's like, fault. I read another article that I'm not going to pull up now. Yeah, yeah, But the amount of, like, because I don't know who some of these people were, but yeah, I yeah. guess if you know, like, they're, they're callbacks to old ECW things that happened, old GCW things that have happened. Gotcha. Things that have happened in, like, I thought the whole edge, and it wasn't in this article, I added that part. Right. But I know that Brian Myers came out and had his Edge gear on. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, awesome. people popped like hell when they thought it was Edge. Awesome. He came out with the Edge head stuff. Yep, yeah, yep. Nice. That's fucking great. That was wrestling, folks. That was good. That was good. I like uh, GCW. Um, they're actually coming along. They they just re-signed Nick Gage to a long-term deal. Oh, I guess Moxley's a hardcore champion now. Oh, is he? That's uh, it. We're world, world GCW championship, so oh. Moxley is uh, it's a okay. defeated homicide. Jesus Christ. Well, there you go. Moxley's a champ. Um, spreading his mercy all over GCW. There we go. 
So uh, let's get. Oh wait, what? wait, no, no, wait talk, one talk, more. Talk. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? The uh, the uh, mystery opponents for the Briscoes <gasps> were yes. Nick Gage and Sorry. and Termont. Who's Tormont? How do you spell it? T R E M O N T. Tremont. Tremont. Who the fuck is Tremont? No idea. Probably one of their local guys. Yeah, he must be a big in Bigger the GCW guy, yeah, yeah. world if he's teaming up with, with Nick, Nick Gage. Who, oh, yeah. Who, like I said, just signed a five-year deal with uh, for a decent amount of money, I guess. With GCW, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep, I actually saw that just this morning. Yeah, so um, congratulations, Nick Gage. Uh, I, would, I would watch this match just because I think that... Pizza cutter sales went, like, through the roof. Well, the Briscoe brothers in, in this environment, and, you know, I honestly always thought that they were just a hardcore bashing no. team, but they are just so much fun to watch. They were fun so, in NEW, man. So exciting. I, I would like to just watch this match to see... You know, when they, uh, because they said that they had to really dumb this event down yeah, yeah, for yeah. the GCW. Because yep. I can't, I can't get into some of their shit. It's, it's too hard. It's a little, it's a Light little too much. stuff, I'm not, I can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's a little too it's, much it's for me. It's more than ECW was, I think. Yeah, they're, they're taking ECW and going to that next, you know, yeah, and, uh, hardcore uh, level. Yeah, it's like, and I, you know, if you want to get, you know, I can watch bum fights. And, but I, you know, you're a wrestler because there's a certain move set and things that you will be, can yes. do that I'd like to watch. And, and, I, and I don't want to see you just bleeding from the time the match yeah, starts. To they, the they did give this match a C minus, according to the oh, Bleacher sure. Report. I'm not, I'm not, we're not getting no five-star classics out of Nick Cage. Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. Like, with the Briscoes involved there, like, they could get taking some bumps. Anything the Briscoes in are getting, like, a two and a half, three stars no matter what. Really? I see. Oh man, I love them. I love Even if them it's so garbage, much. I'm saying they're getting like a three star. No yeah, what. so that's that's my. Uh, oh, I love the Briscoes. That's what I'm bringing to the table there. Uh, do you think they're ever going to sign with AEW like they were talking about? No, I don't think so. No, you think nope. they'll stay in the Indies for? A I minute? think they'll stay. I'll, I think they'll they'll run every indie that they can. Hot topic. Quite frankly, Cody Rhodes supposed to be entering NXT or WWE within the next two weeks. He was spotted at the in Orlando, and that and you know what? It's not gonna last. Him, I don't think him it and is. Vince are not gonna be able to, to if he does, wipe the slate clean. Right. Um, they're you know. Unless he comes in as a super heel, because he will pop like crazy as a super heel. I want him to come in in a polka dot suit. <laughs> you think it has anything to do with the AEW's crowd calling Brandy a whore while they left? It might be. <laughs> I, think, I think it might have something to do with it. I think it might be. Yep. Uh, but it is what it is. You know, because you got to respect Cody for what he do- did Brandy's not AEW. going with him. So, I mean, she's not with e- uh, AEW, but she's not going with him to WWE. Good. So. But she did apply. Uh, Tony Khan gave her the rights to use the Shadow Brandy show and all that stuff outside. You know what I mean? Because he was like, here, it's your show, really. So just yeah. take it. Which is fine, because it's a good show. Yeah. I like Shadow Brandy. No, I don't. Um, so that's wrestling, folks. Uh, that was a long wrestling. Long, Sorry long for that, wrestling. No, it was I, good. I felt that you would enjoy I did. I, uh, I, hearing about Because honestly, even I was like... I'm not into GCW, but the only reason it was the hashtag right. them boys thing that I've been like, oh, yeah, I think they just had a big match. They're yeah, like, yeah. some, like, random people at Hammerstein Ballroom. Speaking of Cardona and Myers, they are going to be Matt and Jeff Hardy's first opponents on the indies. Oh, yes. Well, uh, my my friend is at very very excited to go. Uh, I guess the Hardys are going to be up at the Armory. Yes. But it's not like an event. No. It's just like a meet and greet. I think greet. it's a signing, yeah. Yeah. 
Which, they, you know, if you want to go see Jeff Hardy, go ahead, man. Apparently. So, so Jeff isn't going to show up on AEW then, huh? Not I, I really, anytime soon. I really thought that that Probably was going to be Probably the next it. few months, maybe, but I don't think anytime soon. Unless Matt Hardy's just going to pull it and be like, I'm broken now and here's Willow. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why he doesn't because his whole gimmick is just so random money, as yeah. it is. Well, he did. he's doing his TNA thing, you know, Big Money Matt. But it's That's like. terrible. He needs to go back to the broken universe. Just don't do it all spooky, but just be weird as shit with it. I'd be happy with that. Just get all weird. All right. So uh, I want to play one more song. I want to come back. Uh, did you have something you want to? Uh, yes. Anything? Yes. Okay, yes, good. I We're going to do that. We're going to check in. Here's uh, Eddie Murphy off his uh, first solo stand-up uh, album. This is called Boogie in Your Butt. Ha! 
Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Boogie in your butt. Zane, uh, what do you want to talk about there, homeboy? <laughs> so I wanted to bring it back. Bring, bring it on. way back to February 7th of this year. Mm. When a Florida man decides that he was going to drive his PT Cruiser on a Thursday afternoon. That's never good. When the patrolman of the Tarpon Springs, Florida, spotted him behind the wheel, the officer knew the man from a prior police-related incident. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> and was aware that his driver's license had been revoked. Oh, no. So, when this man... The scene on the right. <laughs> Always love that. I'm like, I have to skip this, but if right. I skip it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's skip gonna fuck too up the far. Story, yeah. <laughs> he looks like an alright man. Doesn't look too crazy. Too crazy for a Florida well, man. Doesn't look too crazy. When he was taken into custody, and the Chrysler, the PT Cruiser, that is, it's, it's a Chrysler. It is a Chrysler. Yep, was searched inside of a backpack. The police said they found. Some assorted drug paraphernalia. Oh, no. In a baggie containing 2.6 grams of what they thought might be methamphetamine. <laughs> they had and to smoke it to find out. about the seized narcotics. Now, well, is meth technically a narcotic? Or is it just home? Is that just a DIY cleaning product? Cause uh, is it on the, the schedule listing? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's on there, the list of narcotics. I don't but. think so. Well, the meth, the man said, that is not meth, but it is breath mints. <laughs> Take one. <laughs> the cop reported that he would not elaborate on anything else regarding the curios- curiously strong mints. <laughs> well, our friend here, he was charged with possession of methamphetamine. Fentanyl, drug paraphernalia, and driving without a license. And holes. Yep. <laughs> he was booked into the county jail on $4,400. What's the word? Bond. Bond. James Bond. Now, uh, our friend's rap sheet here includes convictions for battery, burglary, narcotic sales, trespassing. Jesus. Dealing in stolen property, oh, no. narcotics possession, Ooh. yeah, That's a big one. and providing a false name to law enforcement. <laughs> well, uh, he was released in prison. He was released from prison in February of 2020 after serving 18 months in custody for multiple drug convictions. And he probably owes about ten thousand dollars because Florida jails like a hotel; they charge you for it once you get out. You used our beds. That's a fucking. That's a charge right there. So, what you take away from this story is you can tell the police that they're breath mints. They're still not going to believe you. They aren't going to believe you. Next time, put them in an Altoids tin. <laughs> Be a little more believable. Slightly. Not much. Not much. Slightly. So, Zane, this Easter egg thing we were talking about. Nice. That's when you get Easter egg. <laughs> Smells like Easter eggs in here now. <laughs> You know, Star Wars and E.T. have a lot in common. Do they? Yeah, a lot more than just Steven Spielberg and George Lucas being best friends. Well, Steven Spielberg, you know, directed them both. Well, not... No, he didn't direct no. Star Wars. Did he? <laughs> we're not sure about that. We are, he yeah, we're have. not really sure. <laughs> this George Lucas guy, you know, he came up with an idea, but... 
It's very true. He also came up with the idea for so, American Graffiti, they say. <laughs> now, now, released only a few years after Star Wars, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg's E.T. was full of references from, you know, Star Wars. But uh, the most obvious is a Yoda Halloween costume, which is accompanied by a rendition of John Williams' Yoda's theme. And uh, Elliot, mm-hmm. or, and he walks by, and, and uh, E.T. acts like he knows who the kid is. Yeah, Yoda is. And now, to make that even, you know, further tied in together in the new, not new, but the uh, Phantom Menace, Star Wars, E.T. species are on the Galactic Council, and they actually show them in the... Really? Yeah, here, look, they actually have a clip. I'll show you right here. Oh, of course, get out of there. There. That is proof E.T. species exists in the Star Wars universe. Therefore, E.T. and Star Wars are in the same world, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think that they've kind of made Star Wars be in the... It's not like an alternate universe. It's in our world. it is in our world. It's a galaxy far, far away, yet somehow in the past, a long time ago. (laughs) But it's in the future. But it's also a long time ago. (laughs) Uh, So that's that's proof. There you go. E.T. and Star Wars... They're combined. You couldn't see me. I was doing the finger uh, thingy here. Uh, do you know that, of course, you probably heard this one, but uh, Tangled uh, made an appearance in Frozen? I see? don't like Frozen. You don't, you don't like Frozen? I didn't care for um, Frozen. Towards the end, uh, did you ever see Tangled? I did. Okay. Um, now, she, after, it's with her hair cut, you know, now, but her and uh, the, the guy there, her prince, made a appearance he right had a here. a horse. In the... Uh, he had a good horse. He did have a good horse. But here in Frozen, you can see right here, they are right here, and they get a sort of a close-up, but it's in passing like two seconds. She's right in there. And uh, that's just a little Easter egg. They didn't make any point, you know what I mean? People are like, oh, they're sisters, or they're like Tarzan's their brother, too, and, and it's not. That's not how it works. Sure, they weren't just using stock footage that they I, had What I think a, they were doing. Film, and they're like, like, hey, let's just throw this out. We already just, got nobody's going to know. Yeah, nobody's going to know. Fucking stupid. No, uh, yeah, I do think it was just a... They decided to just throw it in because it was there. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is in Rango. Yep. Yes. Yep, I didn't know that. You did know that um, one. Rango's not a good movie. Though. No, it's, no. It's just not good. It, it should be good, but it wasn't. Yeah, no. Um, here's one I did not know. The Exorcist in Scream, the movie The Exorcist. Uh, while Scream satis- uh, satirized much of the horror genre, Wes Craven's breakout has still paid homage to the classics. One way was through a very familiar reporter outside of the school. It is none other than Linda Blair, the girl from The Exorcist. But I don't think, I think that's just a cameo for her, not like an Easter egg of how she grew up and became a reporter. I don't think that would, and is in the same universe as Scream. I don't think that qualifies. I don't know. I, I, all of Ready Player One. Yeah, that's that, that movie is an Easter egg. Yeah, like, the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go over it. If you've seen a Ready... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to... Um, actual Easter eggs in the Rocky Horror yeah, Picture and, and Show. And the, the whole movie is based on Easter eggs in a video game, yeah. trying to find things in this world right. of a virtual video game. So it's just, <laughs> it's just an Easter egg. 
It's really starting to smell like Easter eggs in here. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, uh, the actual Easter eggs. There's actual Easter eggs in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Is there? I was really hoping that there I was going to say gonna yeah, yeah, be yeah. one movie that had real Easter eggs in it. <laughs> in a surprisingly meta twist, actual chocolate Easter eggs can be found throughout the Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show as the cast and crew had an Easter egg hunt on set and couldn't find them all. For once, Easter eggs in the literal sense of the term. <laughs> that's the one to end on right there. Yep, that's because what I was going to that, do. That's that is, it. That's, I was honestly looking for real Easter eggs in a movie, and I could not, yep. could well, not find anything. There you go. Anything. We found it in the old transsexual Transylvania <laughs> uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Thank you, Tim Curry, for giving us actual Easter eggs to find in a movie. So, uh, Zane... Is there anything you want to touch on before we get out yes, of here? Yes, I've got one more thing to bring up Let's here. do this. And I bring this up because it's uh, it's something that's happening in my own life. Okay. And um, I, I wanted to, to, to talk about it. Let's talk. So uh, my mother has um, brought it to my attention that uh, she's not happy where she is and is looking to move on. Okay. And one of her... You mean move, not move I, on. No, move the, on. Move on. Like, not to the afterlife. Oh, okay, that's why I was, I was like, wait, no. Not, we're not taking that dark turn on this show move right now. Move on to the situation <laughs> that she's in now. Okay. Um, So it was uh, it was proposed, you know, that um, possibly, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. Uh, that living with me would be a good idea. Now, I... Um, it's my mother. Yeah. I would, you know, if you needed a place to stay, if something isn't right, where you know, if you're, you know, if there's danger or you don't feel happy or if you don't feel comfortable, then absolutely, right. you know, I, I do it for anybody. You know, I've I've let basically random people stay in my house for weeks on end yes, that yes. I don't know very well. <laughs> um, that's just my nature. I can, you know, I I don't. Uh, if anybody reaches out for help, I, you know, if I can, I will help them. Right. You know, if I, if I can, you know. He does, yeah. He will uh, help. He will give you the shirt off his back if he could. So. And it, with this situation, though, um, um, she also kind of used it as like, uh, well, maybe I could do this for you and, you know, make your house more valuable. And I'm like, well, no, that's. That's that's nothing that I need. Right. Um, use your money for, for what you want. Right. Uh, so we spoke. We finally spoke today about it. And, okay. you know, I think the it hasn't been retracted. But, you know, and also that I'm not the only one making decisions in my household. True. You have a wife. Um, you know, but as somebody that's that's lived with their parents mm. um, and uh, how is the dynamic you know, it takes a while to get used to. Uh, basically, live your own lives, though. They they're separate. You know what I mean? They do what they got to do. We just happen to share living space. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, most days we barely talk, and then when we do talk, it's just you know general chit chat bullshit. You know, it's it's no real change in family dynamic at all. Just more people. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like because uh... if you get along. Well, my mother brings, um, I wouldn't say drama. Drama's a bad word for it. A, Put it this way, there's uh, an never, intensity. I was about to say, yeah, there's, there's, uh... And it, this intensity can be felt okay. more than heard sometimes. Okay. Like, it's, it's an anxiousness. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, and it could be, it could be said or it could just be felt. Right. 
Um, so, you know, I've, of course, it took me a week to, I had my wife stuck in a car for an hour on Friday, and mm -hmm. I said, hey, um, this is the situation. Um, what do you think? And, uh, you know, she's like, this is, this is a temporary solution um, to a problem that's not going to make her any better or happier or anything like right. that, um, which I think my mom agreed on as we spoke this morning. Uh, but I, you know, I felt terrible about it. I was Don't like, you know, terrible. in my, in my, in my uh, world that I'm like, oh, of course, you know, mom, you could live with me, whatever, you know, whatever you need. Um, but at the same time, Liz made some really, really good points where she's like, I don't think I could feel comfortable with that. Like, I don't you think that I could, you know, she, my wife has her own demons. And, you know, she says that she's finally, after all these years, like, starting to feel okay about herself. Right. And, you know, I know I sure as shit didn't help with any of that in the last 10 years. Um, you know, and... Our communication is pretty good, but she she even realized she was like Zane, you didn't want to bring this up to me, did you? I'm like, no, I hate bringing up uh, conversations that are gonna make other people um, feel, feel uncomfortable right. and have to say things that they don't want to say mm -hmm. because I don't like I I I'm, I don't mind you know having the serious conversation, but I hate making other people feel that you know and i was like oh man this is going to be uncomfortable for them as well right you know so i bringing it up was was tough and uh you know but i think that we don't have a solution for this problem we don't know what what's going to happen my right. sister's not going to you know my sister doesn't live anywhere near us um my mom's got some you know she's got some avenues she can take right. but i don't know you know and there, there's no solution at this point but i don't you know, so if, if anybody's looking for a roommate <laughs> for a 65-year-old uh, woman who's an excellent cook, she's uh, she likes to talk, um, but she also likes to, to, to stay to herself and read lots of books, let me know. The only thing I can think of <laughs> is um, she shed out in the back yeah. <laughs> with a bed in it. I, I don't know. <laughs> Some place where she's there, but she's not there. You know what I mean? She, I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, I, I don't want to. I, I don't. Yeah, it's like, I, <laughs> well, that's another thing. I, we live far away. It's what closer she, to her family or to her friends. For? What is she looking for? You have no idea. Well, you know, I know what she's looking for. It's happiness. We're well, all I get looking that, for. But I mean, oh, what Patty, makes her happy? Though? Exactly. No, even. We don't know. You know, yeah, maybe she's got to figure that out first before she makes a decision about going yeah. somewhere. So that's um, I agree with that. I agree, you know, with your guys. You have every right to to feel the way you do about it. You know what I mean? Like, you, but you you shouldn't feel bad about telling your mom. You know, maybe it's not the best. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's got their own lives. You got to do you know work it out. Your mom's a big girl. Yeah. She'll figure it out. Yeah, and it's it's not like you know she's of an age yet where she needs help right. wiping her ass you're not or after, anything yeah, like that. You're not bathing and, her or nothing like that. So you know, it's like I, I, you know, and and the forefront of my mind says, you know, hit the road, do whatever you want to do. You know, spend spend all that money you got. Fuck, yeah, <laughs> buy up our fucking RV and go fucking camping for the rest of her life. Like go all across the country, just back and forth, hit up camping spots yep. everywhere. So start a vlog. But people her age start vlogs. <laughs> do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I I don't want to put out my you know personal dirty laundry but at the same it's time i wanted i wanted to talk about it because i, I don't too, really like, know how to you know i just know that talking through things helps the soul and i don't know how to deal with hey it. man i can't afford a therapist so this is good <laughs> talk <laughs> talk 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 oh so um yeah people if you you know the, the thing is that family dynamics are different if it, uh, mine's been it, 
totally different than Zane's family dynamic. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, so and, nobody's uh, the same. Situation's never the same. You know, so as long as I've known Marshall, you know, he's uh, he's lived with a large family. Large and family. sometimes in a very small living space. Yeah. So I've seen, you know, I don't it's, know how their dynamic is or, you know, how it's affected him and his relationships you know, and his personal life. But also, I guess, it's good by the time I met system. you, you just had your fifth child. And just came back from Florida. And so I was like, well, they don't have any personal life anyway. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was just trying to get jobs to get back on, you know, track and blah, blah, blah. Worked a lot. Worked a lot. That You know, if you work a lot, anything's but You can live with like 30 people. Well, see, not. that's a problem that I have is that I can, I can focus on my work and... You know, I can bury myself in that, mm -hmm. and that's probably not the best thing to do. It's well, probably not a very um, if healthy gotta, way no. to relieve my stress. But if is you gotta get it done. You gotta. I get can. It done. I can bury myself in my job at any time, day right. or night. I could. I could walk into a bedroom and bury myself in work, and basically close myself off from my feelings, yeah. the rest of the world, any responsibilities I have outside of what's in front of me on a computer screen. Yep. And I know that that's not the way to deal with all my problems. It's not. It's not. It's not no. I mean, it's. A but way I did to it yesterday, it. and it made me feel good. I was doing some things that I wouldn't. Right? I wouldn't normally do. Um, before you know, and it's not like I was even getting paid for it. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, it, it took me out of anything else that I didn't want to be in at that moment. Oh, speaking of that, um, I got a question. I want to challenge Zane here since he was talking on. Uh, he, we need more challenges for this show. You know what? I want to challenge myself. Zane, I need you, since you're DJing yourself constantly playing around with your mm -hmm. music and stuff, I need you to chop up, make me a hip-hop beat. No vocals, just make me a beat. Kind of like X something, you know, exhibit song X. Okay. Kind of like, you know, like boom, boom. I'm going to challenge myself to write a song in a week. Okay. And then I'm going to do it live on the show. Okay. I'm going to challenge myself. I haven't written a rap in a long time. And I want to do it, and I figure that's a good way to get you involved. While you're playing at home. All right. Um, so just to uh, uh, pay some tribute here to Hannah, who is not with us um, today anyway. Uh, got some two facts and two myths for you here real quick. Myth. Penny drop from the Empire State Building can kill a person on the sidewalk. No, but we, we heard this one. We did. This, Hannah said this one already. Is. She did. I just thought about that. Yeah, she did. Jesus. Maybe she's See how much from, you listen. Maybe she's getting it from the same app I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here. Do you know that there's an annual coffee break festival? What's a coffee break festival? All right, well, for millions of people, break? the what's... coffee break is a key but often underappreciated part of the workday. To stop and give the break its proper due, the town of Stoughton, Wisconsin, hosts an annual coffee break festival. Is it only 15 minutes? <laughs> Cause the whole thing. Just yeah, yeah, I was like, this, this all, it's all been down and tear down minutes. 15 minutes. The gathering includes coffee tastings, brew-offs, and bean-spitting contests. Why Stoughton, according to city officials, the coffee break was born in the city in the late 1800s. I highly, I want to challenge that. As women working at the well, local Gunderson been, Tobacco <laughs> Warehouse began, the ritual of pausing during the workday to brew up some coffee and have a chat. But I was going to say, I was like, well, that's because they can't have a that's cigarette true. festival anymore, you know? <laughs> those went out of festival. style in 1982. That's right. The Marlboro yeah. Festival. Yeah, they can't have those anymore. So, <laughs> you know, the coffee break takes, uh, takes the the uh, the spot of the smoke break. That's right. You know that I knew people that would 
not that weren't smokers that would say that they're gonna go smoke because they got more breaks that way. Hey man, you know what? That's that's actually I know people a lot who do that. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm going out for a smoke break. Then you see them outside. I'd be like, I thought you were smoking. No, I don't no, smoke. I'm just get a break, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't smoke. That <laughs> guy, okay. I appreciate that. That's right. Another fact, the last one here: largest padlock in the world weighs 916 pounds. That's a big lock. Uh, created by a team of students and teachers at the Pavlovo Arts College in Russia. The largest padlock in the world, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, measures 56.8 inches tall, 41.3 inches wide, and 10.2 inches deep. Altogether, this hefty lock, including the key, weighs 916 pounds. Whatever the fuck is protecting is presumably weighs a lot more. No, I, that's, I really, I really want to know what this lock is on. That's what I'm a big chain, big dog. It's like, it's just, <laughs> like, I'd like to see what needed a lock like this, because I'm pretty sure we kind of did it with a smaller one. I, I want to know where the, you know, they got the money to fund uh, building a lock that big. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, actually, if the, the Guinness uh, book will, will their grants okay, that are you. given I gotcha. um, for making such things, and uh, yeah, it puts your name out there. Um, and shit, what else is a... This is a myth. Uh, Hannah's probably said it. <laughs> uh, human beings evolved from the apes. That's a myth. Even the most rabid critics and the most rabid supporters of evolution can agree on this point. The standard evolutionary account is that human beings and the higher apes, gorillas, uh, baboons, orangutans, etc., evolved from a common ancestor often referred to as the missing link. Humans did evolve from yes, an ancestor. Yes, she did. She did yes. say this one. That was far more ape-like than humans, yes. Uh, and she did go into yep. that now that I'm reading it back. Yep. I did. do remember. So thank you, uh, Hannah, for giving me uh, facts that I uh, spit already um, that you, you said. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but those facts uh, are new. I know. I haven't heard those from you, and I remember that. So thank you, uh, Hannah. We'll see you next week. She'll be here uh, talking to us uh, probably live if we do it on time because uh, she is seven hours ahead. And uh, Zane, is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Nope. Okay. So, uh, Zane. I'm going to whip it out. You're going to pick the topic for next week's show out of the hat of randomness. What are we talking about next week? Oh, this is skinny. Oh, uh, it's a tiny guy. Oh, I like this. Okay. Ice cream versus sherbet versus froyo. What is froyo? Frozen yogurt. Okay. I had to shorten it because it's... Uh, now, you know. where does sorbet fall into that? Isn't that sherbet? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Let's do our research next week. Ice cream versus sherbet versus froyo. Sounds good to me. Now, uh, that sounds like there's a challenge involved there where I might have to go out and spend a couple I, dollars. I, I might. I'll, I'll to, do that. I'll and, do that. And, and I will blindfold you, and will you know the difference Ooh, well, between uh, froyo, sherbet, and ice cream? Well, then you do that. I will buy it, and we'll challenge each other. So I will see if I can tell the difference between the three you buy. You can tell the difference between the three I buy. Make sure to take your pills. I will make sure to take my dairy pills. Because <laughs> <laughs> no almond milk will be used in this fucking challenge. <laughs> All right, so everybody, thank you. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We had a long show, but it's good. Thank you. Have a great night. Remember to like, follow, and obey. And subscribe. <laughs> and do the Spotify thing if you like. Um, I don't know if people are still there, doing there's, Spotify. There's a, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm still doing Spotify. I, it is what it is. I know the Spotify payments. <laughs> so uh, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace.